With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome in to the PFF NFL Daily. Today, it's time to push the panic button or not. Let's 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 talk let's talk it out. It's only week one. There's uh, half the league is going to be 0-1. Well, that's not even true because we have a tie. I lied. Just start over. No, all right. Let's figure out who actually needs to push the panic button here, Sam. Uh, we don't want to completely overreact, but there are certain situations that are worse than others. So let's go through a few teams we should at least be discussing here after week one. Yeah, a few shock results from week one. So I think those are the teams really to focus on in terms of how panicked or otherwise we are. Dallas Cowboys, maybe not a shock result, but because of the way that went down, I think they're definitely a team to talk about. Cincinnati Bengals, hometown Bengals, were supposed to be, you know, back to the Super Bowl this year. Lost to Pittsburgh week one. Tennessee, maybe the shock of the week. They end up losing entirely to the New York Giants um, in a massive upset. San Francisco lose in the rain to Chicago. Green Bay lose to the division rival Minnesota. And then Arizona get absolutely stomped by the Kansas City Chiefs. So I think the Cowboys certainly have the biggest panic button to be pushing right now. The Cowboys, in part, just because of the injuries. There's, yeah, There are certain teams where you could say, hey, we at least have Aaron Rodgers, or you know, we at least know that the baseline is, is higher for us on a weekly basis. But the Cowboys were already falling apart on the offensive line. They already are falling apart at receiver, where they lost some playmakers and still don't have Michael Gallup yet. And now Dak Prescott's hurt, and he's hurt for a while. It has to be the Cowboys that are coming out of week one with the very worst situation in the NFL. Among teams that were expected to do something this year, the division favorites just one week ago. Yeah, I agree. I think Dallas should be the most panicked team there because not only are you looking at some concerns on the roster that we kind of anticipated going into it, you've got... Uh, receivers, a lack of sort of impact guys outside of CD Lamb. You've got an offensive line that was struggling. You've got a defense that might be good, but is probably not capable of dragging an offense to success. And then, of course, Dak Prescott goes down, and now we're hearing six to eight weeks for that kind of injury. I mean, that that isn't just, hey, that's a bit of a blow to your season. That's Philadelphia's won the division. You're, you can probably kiss the wild card spots goodbye. Your season might be done. The line... Dak Prescott is one of the most important quarterbacks in the NFL in relation to his backup, which is what sort of matters in terms of winning and losing games. The line for Dallas versus Cincinnati changed 10 points between when it first showed up and now. You know, that is, that's a reflection of how big the gap is between Dak Prescott and Cooper Rush, particularly when you factor in, like, Cincinnati lost. It's not like they're going up against a team that just blew somebody away. It's 10 points because Dak Prescott isn't there anymore. Plus the other injuries. Plus plus what they saw on the field. That's the other thing, too. Even if Dak was there, that line was moving, Sam. That was going to be moving. 
because when you just look at what the Bengals did, you would look at it and say, hey, they moved the ball a lot, and those turnovers, Joe Burrow's not going to turn the ball over five times every single week. So the Bengals are better than what we saw. So don't push the panic button there. But yeah. in this Bengals-Cowboys matchup, you're looking at what Dallas did last week unable to move the ball against Tampa Bay. Healthy Dak Prescott has no receivers that he trusts that he could throw to. That situation was bad, even if Dak didn't get the thumb injury. So yes, that is a serious issue in Dallas right now. Yeah, the Cincinnati, the Bengals are the team that I'm least concerned by, I think, in this entire group. Yeah, they they lost. Um, Yeah, they should have won that game, but that's the reason I'm not too bothered. One, Pittsburgh always starts the season good. Pittsburgh shocked Buffalo a year ago, and the Bills were arguably the best team in the NFL last season over the course of it. Um, Even despite, you know, Pittsburgh showing up, Cincinnati having a bad game, it still took like five turnovers for this to happen. And even then, Cincinnati probably wins if they challenge the play where they really had a game-winning touchdown late in the game. They Even if outside of that, they were an inch away from Jamar Chase getting both feet down with a spectacular game-winning one-handed grab. So, like, the Bengals could have, should have won that game despite five turnovers. So I'm not, I'm not worried by them. The NFL's opening week action was action-packed, but it's just getting started. Get ready for week two of touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. You want more action? Well, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. It's simple. This Sunday, bet on any NFL team to win, and if your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code PFF only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the, the, the description for details. They made it easier, and I still screwed it up. Even with the shortened version. Still hey, fall flat. Sometimes you miss layups. All right. That's true. How about the panic button in Green Bay? I think it's okay to hit it this year, to hit the panic button. Last year, I was saying, okay, they were a disaster in week one. And it was way worse last year than it was this week. It was way worse against the New Orleans Saints last year. They lost 100-3. to I think that's the official score. Rodgers yeah. looked like he didn't want to be there, blah, blah, blah. Bounce back great the next week. But this year, how are they going to bounce back? Do they actually have the weapons? The, the only reason why it's different this year is because the offseason narrative, the offseason question mark, was who's Aaron Rodgers throwing to, and that still remains a massive question mark in Green Bay. Yeah, but my argument would simply be, like, what is the new piece of information coming out of that game versus what we thought going into the game, you know? Like, we knew that Green Bay's receivers stank. That's not, that's not a revelation. Um, that was going to be an issue all season long. And to me... That's an issue that's going to prevent them winning a Super Bowl, not an issue that's going to prevent them getting to the playoffs or potentially even winning the division. Yeah, the fact that it happened against Minnesota is obviously not an ideal situation and a, an ideal game to drop, but it was one that was always possible, you know, this kind of performance from Green Bay. So I, I don't think this is going to be anything new. I think we know that the receiving group is going to be a struggle, and as soon as they get their top two offensive tackles back, etc., I think we're going to see a better version of Green Bay and not one that I think needs to be panicked uh, yet. We, we said Christian Watson, the rookie second rounder for the Packers, has some Marquez Valdez-Scantling uh, similarities, maybe maybe the pro- proper comp. 
Valdez-Scantling does, does drop a lot of passes. He does get behind the defense. That's what we saw at Christian Watson's first rep. His, the first throw of the year from Aaron Rodgers should have been a bomb for a touchdown. Instead, it gets dropped. I, I'm on record as saying most guys catch those. You're going to catch that 9 out of 10 times, even if, if you have the worst hands in the league. So maybe Watson, he's going to get behind the defense a couple more times and have more opportunities. I guess the new piece of information was if, if Romeo Dobbs came out and caught 10 passes and became like the next thing for the Green Bay Packers, there was a world where that existed, and it we didn't see that. We didn't see Romeo Dobbs. Uh, he wasn't bad, but he didn't live up to the training camp hype to become Aaron Rodgers' number one guy. So that that's the new information. The, the question was, who do they have? Somebody needs to step up. The answer is nobody has yet, and until they do, you know, it's it's potentially an issue here for Green Bay. No, I agreed. Like it's a problem, but I, I just don't think that this is a you know new development. This is what we knew was going to happen. Panic meter extremely high for the Cowboys. You and I differ a little bit on the Packers. Anyone else that you think absolutely should be smashing the panic button rather than the thumbs up button? You should be smashing right now on YouTube. Tennessee, I mean, that was the biggest shock of the weekend, I think, losing to the Giants. If you are going to be a serious team, the number one seed in the AFC from a year ago, you can't be dropping a game to Daniel Jones and the New York Giants. Can't have it. I mean, as far as what they are as a team and what they'll be going forward, I don't know that much has changed there as far as the Titans go. I think it's more, I, they're going to have more difficult games, and you're going to want this one back. You're going to want to have gone back and... You know, take you took a thirteen nothing lead, and they should have won. You know, the, from a Titans perspective, the Titans should have been able to uh, go out there, hold on to a lead, and be one and zero coming out of the season. There, there'll be plenty of difficult games down the road in the AFC, so I think that's the biggest concern for the Titans. But they're exactly what we thought they were, I think, as well, which is lacking a dude who could take over the game, lacking an AJ Brown who took over the Eagles game rather than the Titans game this weekend. And you know, I think that. Some of those offseason moves for the Titans just came back to bite early on here. Yeah, that's their only saving grace is it's not it's not time to panic because we didn't think they'd be that good to begin with. But that that's not a great thing to be saying about a team. Like I think you can I think you can hammer the panic button in terms of them being good this season. How about the uh, 49ers? Is it time to panic or do you just chalk it up to, hey, it was a monsoon, weird stuff happens and, and we lost one game? That's what I'm doing so far. You know, that was a terrible weather game. I think you basically throw out almost all terrible weather games. That doesn't count. You know, they lost. It was a bad game to drop, unfortunate, but I don't think it means anything until we see it happen again when we're not blaming monsoon rain conditions in Soldier Field. All right, well, I want to hear from the people. Who should we be panicking on? Are you panicked? If you're a fan of a team, if you're 0-1, are you worried? about this season. Let us know in the comments. It's the PFF, NFL Daily.